Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Jessica Delisle. How amazing would it have been if I just let out the perfect burp just right then? It would have been perfect. We can try again. No, it's okay. I'll just keep okay. drinking this very carbonated beverage and see if, if magic happens. Yeah, lock happens. and load. There we go. Ah, see, that's I knew, amazing. I knew it was like it was coming. It down was the a Bruin. Yeah. Can you burp the alphabet? Absolutely not. I can't do any sort of like vocalization while burping. Oh, other yeah. than yeah. just burp. Yeah, and that's enough. That's enough. I don't. I don't really like it when it gets too too weird. I'm not really like. I'm not. Yeah. Maybe if I, I was a a bro, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, speaking of bros, yeah. we've got a really amazing bro here for everyone this week. Um, she's a bro, number one. Number two, she's a writer. She's an incredibly funny comedian, and she's a friend of the podcast. It's Randy Newmeyer. Hello. Hi, happy pandemic. Welcome to Bro Zone. I knew you guys would really use that bro thing. Um it's a lifestyle. We would latch on and never let go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a whole podcast now. Tell us about when you became a bro. Oh, yeah. What's that like? Um, well, it all started <laughs> last year when I realized I love shorts. Oh, oh. yeah. All kinds of shorts. <laughs> Basketball. <laughs> then, then I started working out every day. Then I started going to the gym. Now I'm wearing... A Dane Cook t-shirt. Uh, it's full of bro. <laughs> are you really wearing a Dane Cook? You are. She is. That's amazing. <laughs> and you're also wearing a hat in your own home, too. It's because I was outside and now my head's flat. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, flat, yeah. it's flat under here. I tried to wear a hat outside today and it just immediately blew off. It was my big hat, my big giant straw hat that... Uh, I found on the road. That's right. Um, last year, but it was in like the richest neighborhood of Vancouver. So I'm like, that. I don't feel too weird yeah. about finding a hat on the sidewalk. It's so big. Like it, it's like sombrero size, big, not style, but it is a straw hat. And it immediately fell, blew off my head, fell onto the ground. And it's so big that when I tried to pick up the top, it like suctioned itself onto the <laughs> pavement. Whoa. I did not know that could happen with a hat, especially one that's like woven because you'd think that enough air could pass through. Anyway, big things are obviously happening for me right now. Yeah, save it for uh, the get to week, know. Big yeah. hat. <laughs> you know, I saw a scrunchie on the ground in one of those rich neighborhoods mm -hmm. and it was one of those fancy scrunchies and like i a still silk one like, like a 28 one, like dollar a, one a krill krill krillin one of those ones made out of like mm. a tutu material yeah. and i regret not taking it like you could probably day. go back and it's still there <laughs> honestly i have a compulsion that i fight when I, I see perfectly good clothes that are forgotten on benches i live near a school and so there's often like a good kid's coat that's just been hung up that somebody forgot or, and I have this impulse to like take it home, wash it, dry it and donate it. Oh, wow. That's too yeah. much work. <laughs> and then I think, well, there's so many things that could go wrong. Namely, the child could get in trouble, could go back to the park and their parka is gone. Yeah. And then get beaten. And that would be my fault. <laughs> I always. Uh, in some way. <laughs> I always uh, my compulsion is just to make sure it's in a spot that's visible. So if it's like yes. in the gutter, I'll like pick it up and hang it on like a low branch. So it's like you can see it. 
Okay, I have a story about like because we're talking about Shaughnessy. I don't think we have to like hide the fact that we're talking about yeah. <laughs> Shaughnessy being the rich area that we live kind of close to. Okay. Um, but I used to run pretty regularly around there, um, and I usually will start like in the winter. And there was this handkerchief. It was just like a little tiny square scarf, like a handkerchief, sort of old fashioned looking. It had some like beautiful like roses details on it. Like it had all these beautiful colors on it. And I saw that sitting in someone's yard. I've probably told this as a retail nightmare to be like, this is my kind of retail. (laughs) You see something, you run past it every day for weeks. It hasn't moved. It snows. The snow melts over top of it it's still there and then you go like okay no one wants this i'm taking it so then i took it home and like washed it and it's beautiful and i love it (laughs) and that's lovely yeah so i i'm probably with you i probably would not have taken that that scrunchie the first time i saw it but i would have thought about it obsessively for weeks and then i i do think about like you know how like there's always masks on the ground Mm -hmm. yeah like i just want to like have a plastic bag and I pick up all the masks and then I wash them and I have like a hundred masks. See, I wouldn't do that. I would just like, (laughs) I would pick up all the disposable ones and like cut the strings off of them and throw them away. Yeah, that that makes sense. But the cloth ones, I hate when a cloth one is just sitting on the dirt, fell out of someone's pocket. Well, if you washed it in hot water with soap, it would be fine. It would be, Mm -hmm. it would be fine. I just... Yeah. have way too many masks to begin with but I have like the I have like an actual nightmare story to do with this do you want to start off with sure this? It's okay not, it's not it's not a retail nightmare but it is a just mask a nightmare, nightmare. So, like just, we're just easing into it we're just yeah. opening up the hole of nightmares just <laughs> gently just starting with just the tip of my mm-hmm. smallest finger right <laughs> um just easing it in this was a few weeks ago and I was wearing just like a plain black cloth mask. And depending on where we are in what neighborhood, like if we're crossing Granville, we'll obviously be like, I wear the mask out of my apartment. So I'm like not maskless in the common spaces, my building I'll wear it past Granville. But once we're past Granville, like if there's no one around, I take that baby off, I'll take it off and I'll put it in my pocket. And so Jay and I were going on one of our cat walks and we, (laughs) we were petting one of our favorite cats, Leo. And when we were getting ready to go, and I felt so bad because I had noticed this like the day before and the day before, but I guess Jay hadn't noticed this, but there was a black fabric mask on the ground that um, uh. <laughs> he thought was mine that had fallen out of my uh, pocket. Mm-hmm. So he picked it up and handed it to me. He's like, here's your mask. And I was like, oh, that's a stranger's mask. <laughs> and it's been sitting on the ground for days. And it was also, he realized as he was doing it, he was holding it and like the second the not the the ear hole what is what a strap what are they called (laughs) sure yeah ear ear loop the loop the loop that he was like the opposite one on the other end looked like it had been like run over by a lawnmower so he realized as soon as he was like here's your and he was like oh god and we were both like oh my god it's like it's like when you it's like in a horror movie when you like go to take your your date's hand and it's like a skeleton hand and we were both yeah. like ah! and the camera's zooming in and out and we're just screaming and all the birds are flying off the trees and yeah. I thought you were gonna say there's like a centipede or something like There was Whoa. a human centipede just around the corner too. <laughs> a human centipede. Yeah, it was one of their masks. They got run over by a lawnmower. It was disgusting. <laughs> 
I feel like I can pinpoint the very last time I thought about human centipede because as soon as I think about it, I try to stop thinking about it as quickly as possible. Oh, I bet it's been about six weeks since we mentioned it. I'm so sorry. I, no, no. I just always have the same reaction. Then I have so many questions because I didn't see it. And then I go start to ask you the question and then I stop because I don't want to know. You remember? Because I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen oh, it either. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, it sounds I, really why, disgusting. Yeah. Not fun at all. Yeah, it's like the fact that we know that there is a concept of that movie that like that's all I need I don't need 90 minutes of like what's the backstory of these people what's <laughs> like you know what's the emotion of well like- we know what the front and back story of these people are <laughs> they're human centipedes yeah Ew. um yeah. Hank he's gotten a lot better but he occasionally because he's such a curious dog especially in the beginning would pick up masks mm. and like shake them around he once got one stuck on his snout oh my gosh um but right before he got sick, he picked up a mask. And so in my head, I was like, it was the mask. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? I, it feels weird, though, to see, like, a beautiful mask that's dropped out of someone's pocket and then not do something with it. Like, not mm-hmm. launder it. Not, like, launder it and then mark it, put it in a Ziploc bag, put a tack in a tree and say, I found your mask. Yeah. Well, there's someone in this neighborhood who made, like, a really passive-aggressive, like, lost and found thing on a telephone pole where they just picked up a bunch of garbage masks and taped it up. But they were all, like, disposable ones that weren't lost, you know, like, I guess whoever litters just threw them on the ground and it was someone's way of saying like stop littering but they went to like the extent of like making this sign and it was like really passive aggressive and it was like or you could just throw them away like was that on 11th Ave? it was by the granville park it was by okay no that dog park but i'm sure there's more too yeah there's this lady who like she decorates 11th Ave. oh i know that block it's so weird it's so much needless extra like ribbons on everything. <laughs> yes, and quotes. <laughs> yeah, inspirational quotes and like so many birdhouses. And I, I thought maybe it was like children doing it. No, it's definitely a woman. <laughs> yeah. I have a neighbor pretty close by whose house is like, it's, it's, um, it's wild. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm at a loss for words trying to describe it, but she no longer has a front door. What? Uh, and outside is like this little kind of found art project. Oh, and, I know the house. You know, yeah. yeah, it really stresses me out. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like becoming deconstructed. It's like the art yeah. is taking over the house. Yeah. yeah, and outside there's like some new sandwich boards. And like, I don't know if she wants people to take the junk that she leaves outside or if it's part of her collection. And there's uh, stolen signs. <laughs> like yeah. With, motivational quotes and stuff and it's weird because the neighborhood is kind of upscale and so part of me just really respects that this woman's living in like a log cabin just off of like some abandoned beach but it's actually just here (laughs) in the neighborhood yeah but I don't know what's happening there I definitely have like when I'm in the midst of making like a collage and I've I come across like the perfect thing that will fit in the collage. And I'm like, I saved this from a bottle label that I got (laughs) in Santa Cruz in 2002. And I'm like so excited. And then I'm like, oh, no, I'm her. (laughs) Like I'm that lady who's like life is an art installation. Um, I don't Um, think so. Yeah. Your collages are nice. You oh, like things to you. be neat. I, yeah, I try. But it's yeah. like, I just have chaos. But it's neatly organized into like similar piles. 
Yeah, and it's like if she's happy, like it's she's not harming anybody. She's it's not just kind anybody, of yeah. a big change to walk past and like it looks like tetanus shots about to happen. Like Yeah. Had one recently though, so I think I'm okay. A lot of broken CDs, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Randy, I'll take a picture for you the next time I walk by. <laughs> You'll see. It's a um, nightmare. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. There's also the woman that in my neighborhood that collected all the dog shit in a t- in a plastic Whoa. box. What the fuck? <laughs> so as a protest, um, <sighs> and I always think of this house as kind of witchy. It's very close to, to my apartment. And there's always just like a piece of black mesh fabric blowing in the wind from an upper window and a couple of fake owls on the property and an old bed frame with a plant in it. Like it's, it's strange, but not disorganized. It's like she's making some sort of a statement. And then last year, she just, she must've just been so furious with neighborhood people who weren't picking up after their dogs. that She started collecting the dog shit from her yard and putting it in an old clear plastic takeaway container. And so there's just like lumps of turds piling up on the side of her yard and then it rained and then so it became like a a turd soup and uh I always feel very badly because I pick up after my dog and we're not contributing to this problem but I am a dog owner so for a very long time I did not walk in front of her house (laughs) yeah that's also like I don't know once it gets to that point you're like you're then the woman with a bunch of poo in a box yeah, you've on lost. her yard. Like you've you're, lost. Yeah, yeah for sure. When you, well, I think anyone who gets to the stage where they have a sign that says like, no dog shit on my lawn. It's like, okay, you don't have physical dog shit on your lawn, but you have a drawing of it and the words <laughs> dog shit on your lawn forever now. So like you have lost again. My One of my favorite houses <laughs> in the neighborhood is this beautiful corner house that's probably was probably built in the 40s. And it's so beautifully maintained. The lawn is so beautiful. It looks like a big Smurf could live there. And they have three or four, don't let your dog shit in my yard sign. Wow. That's <laughs> just their tank at this point. <laughs> I get uh, off on feels your so dog bad for not them. shitting on my lawn. Yeah. Well, this has yeah. been shit. On my yeah. lawn. Sorry, uh, sorry, Randy. I know you yeah. didn't say you wanted to do this segment, but yeah. I <laughs> love got it. talking about dog shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you're more of a cat, bro. Yeah, yeah cat I guess bro. I am. You should. Yeah, that should be your like your new brand, cat bro. <laughs> I don't own a cat. I know, but like one day when I think of like my friends who are into cats, like you're, you're <laughs> yeah. One, I like I don't own a cat either, but if you looked at my Instagram, you'd think I was obsessed. So yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, you're totally not obsessed with cats, um, Randy. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a retail nightmare? Oh, this was really hard for me because um, it's been a while. I, I don't go deep. out much. I don't yeah. go out much. You just man. work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's basically like my whole thing right now but um i i thought of like three things but oh. i was like there i don't really have a specific it can be like whatever you want at this yeah, point truly okay well the thing i hate the most like this is i feel like this is a retail nightmare for all of us sure is if we buy a coffee at a cafe the barista has to put the, the cream in for us oh and yeah. it's never the right amount Mm-mm. it's never the right amount yeah, it's like they're, they're our moms. <laughs> it's like you're going to spill it. Yeah, it's like it's become every place has become Tim Hortons. The place yeah. that I try to avoid. 
Mm. How do you like, how much cream do you like in your coffee? I always kind of base it on like, I think it should be the color of like oak. Yes. Okay. That's, I also think that we should be able to tell people, like they should give us a color chart. Yeah. You're like, I want tea. And and I want four. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's way more simplified. (laughs) Yeah. Than a bunch of. Let's name it after different wood finishes. Mahogany, please. (laughs) But it's funny because, like, I'll, I'll, like, I I don't get coffees out anymore just because, like, I just, I don't want to, like, feel a certain way about it yeah. you know so I just so so now I don't do it but before I would be like could I get a little could I get cream but could I get a little bit and you could tell they never pass on the message and so then I was just like I I'll just not order them anymore um yeah that's, yeah. but that's my, that. that's, that's, that's my Gwyneth Paltrow complaint. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I had to eat bread during the pandemic. Complaint. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that like, is so hard for Tuesday. you. She's the worst. <laughs> but, um, I did, I did get a job right before pandemic, oh. uh, that sucked and it was at a cafe. Oh. oh, I got a job a month before oh. the pandemic started. So like um, February or whatever. Yeah, February. Like I had my job interview on like Valentine's Day. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so uh, warning sign number one. Uh-oh. Hired me on the spot. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a warning sign. <laughs> mm. That's a really good point. When I was 16, that was cool. <laughs> but like, d- didn't check any references. Mm-mm, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Um, for the job interview, asked me like no questions. Basically just talked about herself and her cafe. Um, okay. So, so, and I feel like, Alicia, you might go to this place. So I don't want to like ruin it for you. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, put it in the chat. Oh, uh, it's called... No, I do not go to. Okay, where is it? It's up on Main Street. Yeah, it's like across the street from Little Mountain Gallery, but a little bit up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've walked past it, but I've never been in there for sure. Yeah, same. I've heard had a big lineup. Keep going. Okay, it's a very popular spot because they make cakes, like Mm. giant cake slices. But um, okay, so I got this job, and then. Um, okay, so I have worked with a uh, husband wife before, which is mm. always a bad combo yeah. because yeah. Uh, the husband yells at the wife, then the wife takes it out on the employees. <laughs> <laughs> Any sort of like family, yeah, <laughs> basically, you're the last in the line, you get like the worst. I can totally it. see it, it's the perfect. Yeah, it was funny, though, because I was too new to get yelled at. You know, when you're too new, they have to know you first to yell yeah. at you. <laughs> they want to put on, like, make a good impression for a while. Yeah, we're not going to they... yell at you. We're just going to yell at this one. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're and like, then we're you're like, ye- yeah. oh, that guy must be really bad at his job. And then <laughs> you're just going to get it later over something totally ridiculous about, mm-hmm. like, apple juice or something. Yeah. 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 It was like for a cafe, it was like too hard work too much hard work for what it was what you know the what I mean? was yeah yeah you could tell that like I had done a training shift and then I came back like for my regular shift and they were like oh we're surprised you came back so 
<laughs> You're wow. like, well, I need a job. <laughs> yeah. Um, was I, the I, training sh- shift bad or like notable in any way? It was just they. Ju- it was just busy, and they okay. thought I was a pussy. Or sorry, <laughs> a wuss. <laughs> Pussies are strong. <laughs> That's true. No, not mine. Your broness is uh, coming through. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, also, like you know, when you start a new job and everyone hates you. <laughs> Like, you know, and you haven't gotten like super primo at your job yet and like everyone hates you. You're just like not in the swing of things, whereas like everyone else sort of like knows the flow and you're it's like when you're new at anything, like you're like you're like Mm -hmm. trying to merge into traffic and it's not working. How long does it take? Like where I work, the first 90 days of work are all about learning your job. Mm -hmm. So like nothing... Like, I mean, it's not not stressful for new employees. You have to know things, but you can't like get mad at somebody for not knowing their job. Like that's a real dick move on everyone's part there. Mm -hmm. Like when new people start at any job, someone should be coaching them. The peers, Mm -hmm. like otherwise someone's going to get their hand burned. It's true. But you know what I found out? What? Um, So I worked at Starbucks twice. I found out that they don't really train you to steam the milk. Oh, yeah. It's a different way at Starbucks than everywhere else. Yeah, they literally just give you a steamer and you just burn the milk. But <laughs> I had yeah. to learn how to do it the right way. And I was like, LOL. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I learned this not like I never worked at Starbucks, but I did work at a cafe like a few years ago. And there was this one co-worker who worked there who had also worked at Starbucks and he would always be like well at Starbucks we did it this way and my boss kept being like forget about Starbucks like you're not yeah. at Starbucks stop talking about Starbucks like just steam the milk right <laughs> like please yeah. so what happened else at this lovely place that we don't go to oh my god I thought of a retail dream while we were talking but amazing um, I could finish this one <laughs> finish this? tell us your dream do it all yeah, yeah. uh so this job well, I'm just really glad it ended. Cause, and did uh, it end because of the pandemic? Or did yes. It, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Big smile yes. on Randy's face. Yeah. Yes. One positive thing that came out of this whole debacle. Yeah. Because I would have probably just worked there and wanted to die. And, and hated like, it. I, yeah. I, I like always just stay, even though, even like at my last job where my boss was like, like abusing me emotionally and verbally <laughs> I stayed for like two years but gotta stick it to her yeah but that was you were sort of like my role model for quitting because you and I <laughs> worked kind of close to each other and could meet up at this park like mm-hmm. at lunch and we were just both like yeah we we hate our jobs and then you're <laughs> like I've got a plan and I'm gonna quit and I was like it you know it's like in a, a prison breakout movie where it's like oh the mastermind. Who was I, Tim Robbins? You were, or yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I I don't know that movie that well. I know everyone loves uh, Shawshank Redemption. I was thinking yeah, more like a, a Escape from Alcatraz or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you swam. You swam off into shark infested waters. I quit that thing good uh, with no backup plan. Yeah. I was just like, I, I don't want it no. <laughs> anymore. And then uh, you're, like, it gets to a point where you're just like, sometimes having money doesn't make you happy. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's a good paying job. If you're miserable, like I'd rather be broke and happy anyway. 
Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't align with your, like who you are, plus if you're having like, in your case, Randy, like being verbally abused and manipulated and gaslit by a manager, it's, it's like, it's terrible. Nothing is worth that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm glad that you got out of that coffee shop job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do fairly often drink coffee across the street at the oh. Continental. Um, oh, yes. They have a nice place to sit outside. The coffee is really good. And they carry this lo- like this local brand of treats that I can eat. I won't go into a coffee shop unless I know there's some sort of square that I can buy or treat I can eat. Because yeah. <laughs> I want both. I want a good coffee, but I also want a giant cookie, maybe. Or, big cookie. Yeah. It's nothing better than like just having a treat with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Anyways, just trailed sure. off there thinking That's about okay. treats. Thinking about sugar. What was your retail <laughs> dream though, Randy? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I went to, I actually was boycotting Starbucks, but I caved uh, recently. And uh, I was wearing this necklace that said my birth year, uh, 1987. And I like was at standing at the cashier and the guy who's the freest was like, what, what's the meaning of that, of that number? And I was like, oh, that's my birthday. And he was like, no no you're my age and I went no <laughs> I was like how old are you and he's like um I'm like what year were you born he's like 1997 I was Whoa. like no <laughs> he thought I was his age Whoa. that's a dream yeah. yeah but you could still make out I did the math quickly and oh. I was like that's nice and horny yeah nice frothy milk make out <laughs> I live for the, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're that age compliment. And I mm-hmm. don't get them since I let my hair go gray. And it's like my greatest regret. Mm. Oh, dang. I don't it's get any. Yeah, because I just don't go into stores and like no mm. one. I guess people still check IDs at like the weed store. But I meant just people in passing. <laughs> like what? Let coworkers. See, stuff like uh, that. see your yeah. ID quickly. Um, that is like a testament to how if you work out every day um <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> you have really great skin you i use i use younger. a retinol i use a, a lotion i use a vitamin c serum yeah, yeah. You're, you're on top of it yeah <laughs> yeah well I congratulations 1987 that is a you, dream yeah you won that round yeah yes thank you I just want to uh, take my ring light with me everywhere I go now because I'm like, oh, it's just like. Is there one on you right now? There's you look, one on me. You look great. I know. It's like glowing. Oh, wait, <laughs> I'm wearing no makeup, just a ring light. Yeah, it looks good. Thank you, ring light. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare, dream, experience? I don't. Oy. I don't. Oh, you don't, eh? Um, I have a retail experience. It's a callback to the anthropology dress that I bought when I wasn't wearing my glasses, which I couldn't afford. And uh, it's, you know, it's been a couple of months since I bought it. I have not worn it. It is quite a dress. Like, it's a big dress. It's got ruffles. It's embroidered. The tag's still on it. It's just in the closet during a pandemic. And I went into anthropology on Saturday morning before visiting Jessica with some pastries. And... I went up to the sales section as I always do. And on the way up, I looked all the way through the store to see if there's anything else I need to buy and put in the closet. And then my dress was on the sale rack for <gasps> $70. <laughs> oh, 
So it's it's like almost 70% off. Wow. And I really, really had to like keep myself from calling the store and asking if I could exchange my dress <laughs> for something else. Can you return? Can Does you that return? work? I was, it was past the 60-day mm. return policy. And I'm sure like, if somebody was really persistent, they would bend. But I'm not that person. Just hope one day I get to wear this giant dress. Mm-hmm. You will. I think it's like we're going to be inundated with events we can attend if we so choose, like pretty yeah. soon. Because it seems like, I mean, America's like ahead of us a bit, but it seems like that's starting to happen down south. Mm-hmm. Randy, have you had a vaccine yet? 1987. Uh, no, uh, mine's scheduled for May 31st. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots of people. Same that's day. a big week. Big week. It's Jay's so getting great. his tomorrow. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Did you get yours, Alicia? Yeah, I got mine kind of early. Um, oh. I got mine in March because I'm like listed as an essential worker because I work for a food company. She's mm-hmm. a VIP. Yeah. So, but I got the AstraZeneca. So now I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm also don't have the energy to worry too much about it. Yeah. yeah. What location are you getting yours at, Randy? Kearsdale. Okay. I didn't want to go downtown. I was like, I'm not doing oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't want to go downtown, but I was like, I'll go to UBC because the Caresdale one said like at a senior center. And I was like, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I know they're offering it to me, but I'm like, the seniors should go there. And then I was like, wait, they're all, all this. They sent me my text at 3.30 in the morning. So I was not thinking straight when I was booking it. I was just like, UBC, I, I went to school there. I know where that is. Well, you can go for a nice walk when you're up yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I want to check yeah. out, there's... um. Jay's scheduled for tomorrow and he's getting his at like one fifteen. And I know you have to like sit for 15 minutes after and make sure everything's okay. But then I was like, if I book us in at two o'clock at Natopi garden, cause they're just only allowing like 20 people in and you get like a 25 minute visit and Jay's never been. And it's like the most like beautiful, I read a bit about it. Apparently it's one of the top five Japanese gardens, not in Japan. It's like a very, Oh, highly, wow. highly regarded garden. And I read about the history of it and like the significance of like the certain trees that are planted and like the statues and stuff that are in there. And I read all about like the head gardener who like curates it. And I was like, wow, I love this place. It's so magical. And Jay went to UBC, like he graduated from there and he didn't even know it existed. So I'm very excited to like share this magical place with him afterwards mm. and then get the hell out of there in case he starts getting <laughs> fatigued. <sighs> Even just the experience of like getting a vaccine will be like probably tiring. Yeah, it's we've been waiting for so long. Yeah, but there's also at UBC, there's like a botanical garden that I've never been to that has like a canopy tree walk that you can go up in. And I really want to do that. But I'm like, OK, I probably don't want to do that after I get my vaccine. <laughs> you won't feel sick right after your vaccine. I know. Well, that's why because like <laughs> for Natobi Garden, just because it's small, it's only like a 25 minute visit. But at the Botanic Garden, they, they recommend like 90 minutes for a visit because it's so big. Mm-hmm. But I've also never been there. And I spent five years at UBC. Wow. Yeah. Five they, years. They don't tell you about all the good stuff there. They're just like, here's the sub. <laughs> You'll get depression if you hang out here too much. Well, You'll also get depression if you hang out anywhere for too long. It's true. I was uh, talking to former guest Kelly Ogmanson today about how like important it is to just have a change of scenery. I'm like, even the beautiful, magical 
cat block that Jay and I walk down every day, it gets old, even though it's like magic and there's all these beautiful cats there. Yeah. Grass is greener on the other side. Um, should we do a segment? Of my pubes. Yes. Of your pubes. I've got grass pubes. <laughs> so uh, I knew what that, you I knew guys, that about you. What, what pube star, style are you guys going with this summer? Uh, uh, I'd bold, say like trimmed, bold and beautiful, <laughs> bold, <laughs> neat and neat and tidy, brash yeah. and sassy, <laughs> wet and wild. What about you, Randy? I like the wet look. Um, I don't know. Do you ever feel like your pubes get to the perfect length, but only for two days, and then it's just gone? It's, I don't pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> I do not do not pay attention no. at all. I don't have them. I don't have a body. I just exist in the internet. That's all I am now. Yep, you're the new Max Hedrum. I'm a you have a diaper yeah. made out of pubes. You yeah, put that on. Yeah, pube <laughs> diaper. I it absorbs all the pubes. Oh, that would be good, like a diaper, but it's like um, filled with nair. <laughs> What? Oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> that would that would hurt. That would know? be very dangerous. So this is like a terrible targeted. idea. Don't yeah, don't try this at home. No. I'm gonna yeah. try it. Don't try it. RIP me. Um did you did you wanna do Jessica's movie corner? Oh yeah. Jessica's got some movies to share. Okay, so this is a segment that no one has ever requested to do before. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of uh, the cinema. You mentioned to me that you've been uh, watching movies a little differently lately. <laughs> okay, this, this, I discovered this um, probably almost a year ago now. Uh, if you watch, okay, so say you love a movie. Mm hmm. What if you watched it high? <laughs> it's so much better. It's a different experience. <laughs> it fully is. Um, I watched Fifty First Dates high. Oh, it, it was like it was the first time I saw it. I was having such a good time. <laughs> like, it was like you were experiencing everything for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Amazing. <sighs> I watched a movie recently and had like a very sort of like it was a very meta experience i watched uh the sandra bullock movie from 1995 the net yeah (laughs) but i watched it on netflix in a netflix party where like you have a chat on the side and you watch with Mm -hmm. your friends and my two friends who jay and i were watching it with had never seen it before if anyone hasn't seen the movie i'm not going to spoil anything but it's all about like a hacker and like people being able to access all your information online and like stealing your identity. And it was just so weird that we were like in like a virtual space while watching this movie about, I was just like, I didn't think about it. I was also high. So yes. <laughs> See you yeah. later. Um, but one of my biggest takeaways from that movie is Sandra Bullock's hair is excellent in it. Yeah. A lot of volume, a lot of layers. And also she wears a bathing suit at one point and it's, I really like a nineties. It's like a bikini, you know, the nineties bikini style that was like just a full bra. Mm-hmm. I like love that underwire, like full, full support. Yeah. I'm just like, I had one in yellow. It was yeah. the best bathing suit in the world. Why did we ever stop having bathing suits like that? Like we have bras like that. Why not yeah. just have, yeah. 
It's really hard to find bathing suits, period, if you have, like, above kind of average bust, yeah, number one. Like, why not have support that you have in a bra in your bathing suit? Anyway. And it looks cool. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the 90s, so she was also wearing, like, a very high-cut bikini. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, you know, you could do whatever you want on the bottom. But it was like, I was like, damn, that, that 90s bikini. They knew what they were doing. Like, why did we fuck with it? I don't know. Like, that's a really good question because I I very rarely see bikinis like that. Yeah, it was like a brief time period of the 90s. And just like in, I really only see it in movies and TV because like, what was I doing? Hanging out at the beach in the 90s now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm ogling. I'm ogling women virtually on the net. (laughs) So what other movies have you seen high recently? Okay, I watched Frozen High. Okay. (laughs) Um, A movie for children. Uh, yeah, Leisha, have you seen Frozen? Yeah, it's very cute. You have? Okay. I'm the it's only good. one who hasn't seen it. Okay, there's this talking snowman named Olaf. Olaf. So I know, funny. I know about him. Yeah, and I, like, could not get over him. Like, I was like, this is <laughs> too good. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought he, like, it's been years since I saw the movie, but I genuinely thought his character was very funny. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Do you know who does the voice? Uh, oh, is, what's is it a face? comedian or a, like a famous voice actor? I can just look it up too. It's, uh, what's uh, his uh, name? You'll I know can't. it. I know that um, Kristen Bell is in it. Oh, it's Josh Gad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Josh Gad. Okay. I, now I don't know. Now I'm on the fence. <laughs> I don't know. I think Why, that would be like very. Him? Very I don't good. Like Josh Gad. Um, I watched an entire TV show where he was in it, where he was supposed to be funny, and I didn't think I laughed at all. What TV show? Um, Avenue Five. Oh, no I've one was very that. funny on that show. It's like a HBO sci-fi comedy. <laughs> oh, and he plays like an Elon Musk type character. Mm. Um, he looked really funny in it. He has like long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the whole time I was just like, wanted him to be funnier. I'll, here, I'll show you what he looks like in it. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, that JPEG is funnier than the entire first season, though, I promise. <laughs> Hugh Laurie's like the main guy in it. And I'm like, how can you have wow. Hugh Laurie in your show and not be funny? Anyway, sorry. Sorry, everyone. This isn't a movie. This is a TV show. That counts. Do you want to do the second segment? But Alicia, have you seen any good movies yeah. lately? We want to include that, you. What's it called? Something and something go to something. Ah. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Barb and no. Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> oh, yeah, Barb and I Star go that. to Vista Del Mar. That's the most recent movie I, I watch because I love like series. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed many parts of it. Uh, the ending is so, sort of bad. But most comedies are in that way. I really like that the guy from Fifty Shades plays oh the romantic God. lead. Yeah, I'm from and, the I mean, fall. Yeah, uh, the he's murder. like such, such a, uh, I think he's like so watchable. But of course, he's very good looking. And I, I really love that. Like, I love it when the tables are turned in a female driven comedy and they have like the hottest guy as a love interest. Like the John sex Hamm. symbol. Yeah. Um, and he's very funny in it. And yeah, uh, I was surprised. He is funny, but I couldn't figure out if he was trying to do an American accent or if he just had his Irish accent. I thought like he just whole, had his Irish accent. He kept the Irish, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think it's quite soft. Like I'm not yeah. sure is it's like if it's just where he was raised in Ireland that it's not very strong or if it's years of acting. Yeah. But um I really like the fashion. I really like the sets. <sighs> There was yeah. a bedroom in the nice in the nice hotel, and I love how I couldn't quite place what year it was supposed to be. I love mm-hmm. the hot dog hot dog soup made me laugh for weeks. Um, I love their lives before they go on vacation too. <laughs> I love Except how for their really mean friends. They're super mean. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was I good. love like how taupe and brown everything is. That like when it started, you're like, okay, this is like. 80s 70s and then you're like what like cell phones everyone's modern except for them i love it's sort of like napoleon dynamite in that way of just like it's in this like nebulous time zone i also think chris what i don't know the other actor that's in it the other lead but i I thought she was amazing yeah but also kristen wig is like so watchable i'll watch anything and she plays a great romantic lead as well like yeah, and I couldn't believe she played that other character. I the know. I know. A very like, scary what? lady. <laughs> it took me a while. I was like, who is this? And I was like, is it Kristen Wiig? I know. She looks so scary. Um, yeah. Barb is played by Annie Mumolo. Mumolo? I love that name. It's like M-U-M-O-L-O. That's a nice name. Mumolo. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Sorry. So um, funny. Yeah. I'm embarrassed that I don't know other things that she's been in because she's terrific. So, yeah, it was a fun watch. I watched it a little bit drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot. Like, I had a couple of drinks in the afternoon. And then uh, I like, ate chips and watched the movie. And nice. Got, and got takeout. It was great. Um, she's been in a bunch of stuff. But, like, she also co-wrote Bridesmaids and, oh. and that movie. So, she's, like, a writer and also, like, has been in a bunch of stuff. I should know who she is. But I think, like, she's not usually a leading lady, so that explains. She's so yeah, funny. Yeah, like, in Bridesmaids, she's the woman on the plane who's like, this plane's going to crash. It's yeah. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a plane when somebody did that. Oh. Yeah. It's like, that's what? all our inner monologues. Yeah, you just yeah. shut up, lady. Turn it down. Like, we're all thinking it, but just you don't say it out loud. Yeah. Pick a movie and watch it. That's what planes are for. <laughs> Listen, yeah. listen to Jessica's movie corner if you need. Uh, mm-hmm. if you need and like dip into the snacks that you bought specifically to distract you from imminent death. Death. Yeah, that's yeah. what all snacks are for. Yeah, break into those chocolate covered almonds you'd never normally buy. I just remembered that I have maple syrup almonds. Ah, oh, they're so good. Maple Whoa. syrup almonds. They're like from they're ma- they're dusted with maple sugar. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Oh. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Should we do worst present from a family member? The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. Randy, you requested the segment. Do you have one? Okay, this kind of like uh like you brought up 50 shades of gray. So like this kind yeah, of Yeah, like I talk coast, about it constantly. Coast, uh, you know what? Those movies, they're good. <laughs> what I watch them? And, and people need to get over their the stigma. <laughs> I enjoy watching them. Stop I, kink I shaming. Like them. I've never seen them, and I don't like. I okay. love all the Twilight movies, and I know that. Oh, it if you like Twilight, Twilight fanfic, you will totally like. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, I'm gonna like, do it the right funny. way. They're yeah. funny. <laughs> I also but, like um, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, she's great mm-hmm. in it. I think she's she's funny. I mean, I know it's not a comedy, but. <laughs> 
Is the last one where the where she gets kidnapped? Or yes. Someone gets okay. Is there Spoiler another alert. one afterwards? <laughs> taken, is what taken? Is there, two. How many are there? Fifty Shades. Two or three. How many, three. How many times does she get taken? <laughs> Once. <laughs> okay. okay, so I'm down. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen the third one for sure. Um, but uh, yeah. thank you. Something to live for. I feel yeah. like I've yeah. I feel like I've already experienced the movie like through memes and TikTok, but I have no, not. Nothing will ever <laughs> replace seeing it in person. No, please, please watch the first one and then tell me what you think. I will. I rewatch it all the time just because it makes me laugh. <laughs> I love movies like that. It is very much like Twilight that way. Like if yeah, it's yeah. on, you just watch it. You're like, all right, look mm-hmm. at these two idiots. I start laughing like at the first scene in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's really you, bad. You mentioned Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, and Fifty okay. First Dates. Yeah, well, yeah, Fifty's my year. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, okay, so my mom does this thing where she she won't throw things out but she so then she like puts them all in a box and then makes me take them mm. and she gave me a box of erotic books <gasps> wow like, this is am i allowed, do you guys care if i talk about this no it's great <laughs> but okay so i don't mind like i'll read an erotic book occasional Mm-hmm. You have preferences, though. I know. <laughs> You're not it. alone. They're incredibly <laughs> popular books for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And But it's like, it, it feels weird. Like, my mom read all yeah. these books. She, was like, she got horny, and then you read them afterwards. You touched the same book her horny <laughs> yeah. ass touched. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, like, do you talk about them afterwards? Be like, yeah, I really like this part. No, but the funny thing <laughs> is, okay, but like most of the books are like Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like a billionaire, like, is mean to every woman, but then he's nice to you. Like, that's mm-hmm. like the that story for everyone. Uh, whew, is it hot in here? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I got rid of the box. I didn't like read them all. I, but I kept one that I'm going to read. It's about this Amish girl Uh-oh. who falls in love with a vampire. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> like two worlds collide. What's it called? Oh, I think it's called Forsaken. Oh, yeah. yeah that's going to be yeah. great. You should do a reading of it. I was going <laughs> to I would, guess I would Rumspringa into Darkness, but that's oh. not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd Does, be a good title. For, no, Forsaken is definitely a lot catchier. Do uh, girls get a rumspringer? I, I think don't so. Don't they all? I'm pretty sure they all oh, let that's cool. their hair down. Mm. Yeah. And whip those bonnets off. Um, <laughs> I really don't know a lot about the Amish lifestyle, but uh, Randy, I'm sure, will soon be an expert and she can let us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like started the book. I'm only like, I she gave it to me like last year. So like, this is a slow, uh, but it's set in New Orleans, like part of the, like, part of the story. I always like any Oh yeah, heavy vampire. <laughs> yes, yes. Like True Blood is like the ultimate show. And isn't uh, uh, the famous Anne Rice ones also in New Orleans, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like like people shit on vampire stuff, but vampire stuff will always be popular because that's vampires are cool. I'm considering know? rewatching True Blood because I enjoyed the first it's like three so seasons. Mm-hmm. It's so good and just trashy and ridiculous. And whenever I see 
Alexander Skarsgård in anything. I'm just, I'm like, you're Eric. Sorry. Like you're always Eric. <laughs> yeah. And like, what are you doing wearing that suit? Put on some leather pants and a tank top, buddy. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. You're I wearing almost the forgot wrong outfit. Alexander Skarsgård. But yeah, he's, he's the, the best. He's my favorite. Um, yeah. Do you want me to tell you my worst present? Sure. Mm-hmm. I was going to mm-hmm. talk more about erotic. Yes. I, I saw, <laughs> oh, I saw yeah. the wheels turning. <laughs> I had a, yeah. Sorry. I couldn't remember how I got away from this. But like, yeah, that thing where I like, because you know, like when you're young, your mom, you know, like for me, for Lorna, like she was always like, she loved Richard Gere. And I was always like, Ugh, like gross. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But she also like when she was like a teen had posters of Robert Redford and Paul Newman, like on her wall, like when she was like, I don't know, 16 or something. And I inherited them. And for a while, like I had the Robert Redford one up on my wall because I was like, yeah, this is an amazing poster. And also like I like his movies and he seems like a nice guy. But then it gets to a certain point where you're just like, yeah, when you're like, oh, yeah, my mom always told me about this movie and that it was really good. And then you watch it and you're like, whoa, <laughs> like <laughs> Lorna. And then like, do you then say like, so I watched that movie and then you go like, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty good, huh? So, yeah, you can do a book club with your mom about horny books she gave you. Well, I actually come from a long line of perverts. Uh, nice. <laughs> Explain so much. Uh, like my mom gave me her Amazon password and I like saw one of the movies she watched and I was just like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. It's so weird when you realize that like your parents are just humans. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah. no, you're just, you're normal. You're not different. <laughs> You're not above all this bullshit. Oh, bless her heart. <laughs> yeah. But Alicia, what's your worst present? Forget it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no sorry. <laughs> I'm the giver in this scenario. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of Purdy's chocolates. And I send them to people uh, as thank you gifts and birthday gifts and Christmas gifts. Um, it's easy for me because I can just order them online and they ship really quickly and I sent my mom a box of Purdy's chocolates two years ago at Christmas, and she just raved about them. She's like, these are the most delicious chocolates. They're just so exquisite. I enjoyed them so much. Thank you. That was so thoughtful of you. So I continue to send them. I continue to send them at birthdays or Christmas, and I sent her a box for Mother's Day. Uh, and we don't talk, really, but we do send each other cards on holidays and stuff or, or presents. And... I felt really bad about not sending something on Mother's Day because it's a pandemic and, you know, I kind of missed the card opportunity. So I was like, I'll definitely order some chocolates. She loves these chocolates. What a nice treat, even though we don't have a great relationship. Uh, she'll know that I was thinking of her. I get an email. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I should. I'm going to read the email because it's oh. pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Oh, no. I'm just going to read the first part of it. But I was very surprised. And then I I was like, wow, what? (laughs) I hope that you laugh because I'm laughing at it. I'm at the edge of my seat. Thank you for the gift for Mother's Day. I was quite surprised. (laughs) That is so nice of you that I regret to tell you that I don't like the brand. What? (laughs) I usually pop the box in the freezer and just put one or two on the side of a dessert and eventually empty the box. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. What a weird... (laughs) 
<laughs> I have so many questions. So she well, lied? I think initially she lied. Okay. To be polite. she overdid the lie. Yeah. Like she so I, I now, like, I send these chocolates to everyone. I sent some to Paul F. Tompkins. So I started like thinking, like, what if all of my friends and family don't really like this? But I and but everyone's Purdy's just being are polite. Good. No, yeah, like, Purdy's is good. Purdy's it's is like good. legit good, and it's a treat. And whenever you talk about it, I then walk down to the store and get some for myself <laughs> because I'm like, they are fucking good, and like, they're yeah, don't. That's just your mom. Don't don't worry. It was very yeah. It was very funny. My favorite part is like. They're so bad. I have to swallow them down with a real dessert. Yeah, it's like... I love it. It's just, it made me, like, laugh out loud several times. So what's her... De- what dessert does she like? The thing is, is, like, do you have a, fa- a person, a friend, or a family member that's just really tough to buy presents for? Mm-hmm. That would be my mom. Like, she's very particular about things that she likes. And I'm not very different. I feel uncomfortable a lot of the time when people buy me kind of spontaneous gifts or... Because I'm so picky. I would mm-hmm. never say I don't like something, but they're, you know, because it's so incredibly rude. So I just would prefer if people didn't get me stuff. Uh, although, like, people will research them, like Jessica did for my birthday. Like, some people get what I like, and other people try, and then it just, like, feels weird. And I'm like, I'm a grown-up. I'm fine. But um, mm. I'm really going long here, but... Uh, no, it's it's very relatable. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and but my mom's always been really hard to buy presents for. Unless she points directly at something and wants it, I'm at a loss. And, you know, like at Christmas, I sent her pajamas and I spent hours finding pajamas that I thought she'd like. And then I didn't hear anything about Mm. whether or not she liked them. And then I was like, there's no way she couldn't like these pajamas. They're so classic and they're so neutral. And then I said, like, I was like, oh, my, what other things doesn't she like that I've sent her? Mm. But she's just very particular. And like when it comes to sweets and like pies, she loves like key lime pie and cheesecake and... Uh, ice cream and you can't put those things in the mail i mean i could try like real wet get real rancid i i can totally relate because like a parent is someone who they can get everything that they want and you know and then there's like the the tendency that like a younger generation will have to be like well just here's the like the smart device that it'll do everything for and then the parents like what like i don't want this like you know there's that yeah or there's also like you to know what a really good gift for someone would be. You really have to like see their house and like see what they need and see what they have. And like no one's able to do that right now. And like, <laughs> you know, I don't go to my mom's house when I can a lot. But one thing that my mom does, which drives me nuts, is that she like every gift I've ever given her, she'll like hang on to. And regardless of if it's a perishable gift or not. So like she has like you know, little like gift boxes of soaps and like bubble bath and stuff that I gave her like 10 years ago. And I'm like, mom, why didn't you use this? And she was like, well, it's from you. It's so nice. Like I wouldn't want to. And I'm like, but I bought it for you, not just to have on a shelf. Like I bought it for yeah, you to like consumable. to have the experience mm-hmm. of a nice relaxing bath. And she's like, it's like, it doesn't even enter into her head as an option. And it's gotten to the point where now I'm like, you have to use this that I'm giving you like I'll buy her like a perfume and she'll be like oh it smells so nice and I'm like have you used it and she's like well I don't want to waste it and I'm like your existence is not a waste like I'm buying these products for you to have it's so weird and I I know for sure I've definitely inherited a bit of that and I it upsets me to know that <laughs> you a little bit a lot of bit yeah yeah it's, a, it's weird though it's very weird like weird That's compulsion tough. yeah well 
the consensus is in Purdy's is good. Purdy's is good. You it and your mom good. have to use all the stuff people buy you that you like. I, I mean, what I took away from your story, Alicia, is that when your mom is expressing herself, she goes above and beyond whether or not it's positive or negative. She mm. really like hammers home the point. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's true or not, but she's like, she'll like overly like, it's so exquisite or like, I don't care for it. And I have to, <laughs> I have to, <laughs> I have to force myself to make it like, so it's not, yeah, it's not pretty. I'm so jealous of having a, one dessert plus two pretty chocolates. I like that. That sounds good. Decadence. Yeah, I want that life. It is weird with like older people though, because they have the weirdest taste like my uncle bought my grandma a dvd player and she was like i don't like movies like who doesn't like movies (laughs) (laughs) lorna's husband (laughs) lorna's husband it's so weird (sighs) interesting and she'll like because lorna loves movies and she imparted like a, a knowledge and respect for cinema and me mm-hmm. and i am happy for that and so do my dad and lorna loves movies she loves sci-fi and whenever there's a new good sci-fi out i'm like we'll go we'll see it together and sometimes she'll be like oh i i got him to like i i really wanted to show him like 2001 a space odyssey and i was like oh my god like even <laughs> like a person who really likes movies that's a hard one to sit through like you think he's gonna sit through like three hours of like basically no talking and like art and it's like he just gets up and walks away and just starts puttering. And I'm like, yeah, that's not watching a movie. <laughs> like you didn't watch a movie with him. He, you watched a movie and he was over paying bills or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Movies always feel like too special to watch. Like I need to be in the right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. And my attention span is kind of short. And I use television as a coping mechanism. After two hours, like then what? Then yeah. I can't just start binge watching a show I've already committed two hours of the evening to something that's complete it's nice to know that you have like a dedicated like Jay and I just started sex in the city and we're already on season two but it's so nice to know there's so many episodes like there's so many hours ahead of us that like I've seen it all already but he's never seen it but I'm like there's guaranteed like you know 40 more hours of just like entertainment and like I just ridiculous. rewatched that I just rewatched it. all I think about it's like it's the perfect thing for my brain right now like it's like popcorn like it's so Mm-hmm. ridiculous and it's like also we're at 1999 right now it's like it's a simpler time mm-hmm. it's great and I also just always think every scene that they're like sitting eating brunch or whatever I think of Randy's tweet about <laughs> Samantha uh, sucking Godzilla's dick and how she's so full she can't eat anything more because she is <laughs> full of Godzilla's jizz you truly are the voice of a generation. Yeah. Like I need to print that out and frame it. Listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll like put a link to it in the mm-hmm. show notes. It's, it's important. <laughs> it's a real yum, 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 yum tweet. Best tweet on the internet. I, I really did have someone ask me if I wrote for Sex in the City. And I was like, I, it was like, and it was like four years ago or something. And I was like, I'm what? I'm me. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> How would I get in that writer's room? <laughs> like, um, I was born in 1987. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. look like I was born in 1997. And the exactly. show started in 1998. So you do Yeah, the they math. wanted a voice of a 13-year-old in the writer's room. Yeah. <laughs> 
which might actually could check out. Yeah. Um, should we Puppo of the Week? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Puppo of the Week. Randy, okay. who's your Puppo? Um, this was hard. Uh, not seeing anyone ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, though, okay, so this happened um, on Sunday. Okay. I was sitting with my friend. This is this is two things That's that go God. together. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was sitting with my friend, and a hummingbird showed up like right in front of my face, and I screamed because <laughs> it was so surprising. Yeah. And then. And then today, while I was in my kitchen, I looked out the window and there was a hummingbird right in front of my window. Wow. And I looked up online what it means to see a hummingbird because you don't see a lot of hummingbirds, right? I feel like they have been pretty prolific this season too. Once you know what they sound like. Hey, I'm special. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I'm so sorry. No, I don't know what it means. What does it mean? I never Uh, see them. I've never seen one. It means like joy, good luck is coming. I <laughs> agree. I fully agree. May thirty first, vaccine. Here we come, California. Oh, here yeah, we come. That's true. They're right such where beautiful we birds. They're they magical. Are. The fact that they're like the size of like a tampon and they are so loud. They can be so loud. Mm-hmm. They're not the size of the tampon, and also that would hurt. Um, but like <laughs> they. What I was getting at when you said you don't see them that often, I agree. I used to be, I used to be just like you, just like <laughs> wool over my eyes, but I didn't think they were very frequent and it was magical. Jay and I saw a couple of them having sex on Valentine's Day once and I was like, this is a good omen. Like you mm-hmm. don't see that. Mm-hmm. But once you get to know the sound that their, their call makes, all of a sudden they're everywhere because they're just, they're so loud and you would never associate that loud sound with such a tiny bird mm-hmm. and if you hear the sound i a tip for for finding them is they're usually on like the highest branch of a tree so if you look all the way to the top of a tree and see like a little thumb with a pointy beak mm-hmm. that's my my tip that's your thumb with a pointy beak <laughs> yeah that's my tampon give it back <laughs> it's custom yeah <laughs> yeah randy do you have any more puppos i wasn't sure um those two birds uh yeah that's good enough yeah the joy and happiness that they are uh omens of which will be hopefully forthcoming or maybe they're like you know when you start stand up again you're like oh i forgot who's here (laughs) (laughs) oh i can't imagine yeah (sighs) yeah it's gonna be real weird um, for you, I will never do stand up again. Um, <laughs> I'll never try. Jessica, do you have? I have a pupple. Um, I went to the beach today because mm-hmm. the way most people experience the beach is uh, not fun for me. Like, I don't like laying out in the sun on a blanket in a bathing suit with like a book or whatever. I enjoy. Putting on like full coverage clothing. I like to have a tall, like a rubber boot. And I like to go out when the tide is really far out and just walk on that wet sand as far as I can go. That's my favorite beach Mm -hmm. thing. And I hadn't done it in so long. I realized Jay and I had never done it together. Um, It's something you can also do year round. You can do it in the winter. It's great. You just got to look at a tide chart because there are different tides 
Mm. It's complicated. Mm. I don't fully understand how it works. But next Tuesday at 1123 a.m., there's going to be a real, real, real low tide. So going to go out and do that again. I did that today uh, with Jay and former guest Kelly Ogmanson. And as we were walking back to our car afterwards, this little dog ran up to us and it was so cute. I guess it was a Pomeranian, but it was like a dark, like it was a black Pomeranian. It was so fluffy. And it just came up to us like normally when dogs are playing in a park, they don't want to have anything to do with strangers, especially humans. But this dog came up and had a ball in its mouth. And I was like, oh, do you want to drop the ball? Like, I'll throw it for you. Dog was just like, this is my accessory. It's not for playing. (laughs) (laughs) But it looked exactly like, you know, the movie, the movie uh, series Critters. Mm hmm. Yeah. It looked like a critter. Like it was just like, I mean, without the scary teeth, but it was just like this black fluffy ball with a big mouth. And it just came up to us and just sort of hung out with us for a while. And we pet it. And then it was like, okay, time to leave. And we're like, this is magical. So that's my puppo. <laughs> what a great also, the Critters series. Check it out. Jessica's got some movies to share. Yeah, Leonardo. Leonardo. (laughs) Very young Leo. That's, of course, the only reason why I know about critters. (laughs) What about you, Alicia? How's Hank? Hank is good. He had a firm bowel movement today. His first since uh, was a week on Sunday. So long, long overdue. Yeah. Um, Hank's my puppo. He's so great. Uh, He's back to going for normal length walks and... Being a really good boy if I have a constant stream of treats going into his body. Uh, he's very smart. Uh, it's a very smart dog. I really wish that I had the skills to really bring that out more often. Because he doesn't bark. He's not bad as long as he knows there's a treat and he's distracted. He's my puppo. That's it. I just love him so much. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy he's feeling better. Me too. That stuff is really scary. And like, I'm sure you're sleeping better and... Yeah, I um, felt at the end of, even on Monday, I felt like death warmed over from just the stress of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I say today's the first day I felt pretty good, guys. Pretty good. I'm glad. I don't bounce back. You'll see. You don't bounce back as quickly (laughs) from the stress. Like, I used to bounce back a lot faster. And now I'm like, nope. And I had one of those weeks where it was just like all these little shitty things happened too. I was like, okay. Anyways, enough about me. But you still managed to like uh, <laughs> drop off pastries like at my house in the midst of this like Hank mm-hmm. crisis. So like get mad at get mad at an anthropology sale rack. <laughs> Fielded a strange, uh, disappointing email from a family member. Yeah, yeah. got a lot going on. Um, Randy, it's been so nice hanging out with you. I can't believe we haven't seen more of each other during this year. Yeah. In the way that we would normally have seen each other in passing so often. So this mm-hmm. has been great. I do hope that I see more of you in real life. But yeah, yes, this same. was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. If people want to find you online, they want to like consume some of your art. Read um, your writing. Yeah, read your writing. Yeah, which I, I said I was going to update every hump day, but I, um, I, I like... I have to, I like keeping like, it's so dumb, (laughs) but, um, I'm going to start, um, updating my newsletter every Wednesday in June. So if you go to my 
Okay, so my handles for Twitter and Instagram are Randy Noodle, and I have a link tree <laughs> on both my on both those accounts that have like my website, my newsletter, my podcast, and my album. Yeah, that you can go listen to. So there, it's all in one handy <laughs> handy spot, and yeah. everyone should check out all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. I want the world to hear and read you. (laughs) Yeah. They want more more Randy. More female bros in this world. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Can I I give the listeners a a situation quote? Yes, of course. Uh, Okay. So. uh, (laughs) The um, ultimate bro move. Okay. The situation. uh, Really good guy now. Um doesn't have abs anymore but that's Same. what makes him better <laughs> yeah i agree uh, but uh okay so the ultimate situation quote is uh don't get bitter get better <laughs> right words to don't live get bitter, by get better. yeah you could get that tattooed somewhere for sure don't get <laughs> no. better get better yeah, like could it. you imagine you just get like a bicep like a man's bicep and then on your bicep and then <laughs> that quote that would be yeah. the only way I could get a bicep yeah I love it <laughs> yeah well plan. thanks for having me thank it's you that pleasure. was like the first inspirational quote uh, anyone's ever given on this podcast it's beautiful mm, uh, Alicia it. what about you there will be another come draw with me coming up online. So follow me on Twitter or Instagram for more details. If you want to buy my book, go ahead, buy my book. It would be great. Uh, how about you, Jessica? Uh, you can, if you want to donate to our Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash retail nightmares. I posted a picture of the goose, uh, <laughs> inspirational goose photo that I took. Uh, and everyone, it was unanimous. Everyone says they want a calendar of it. So I'm now looking into oh, how to wow. print out calendars so I can do like a goose calendar 2022. Uh, have some like inspirational <laughs> little gosling uh, every month because <laughs> that's the only thing I took photos of. Uh, if you want to buy merch uh, and where the future calendar will be is uh, retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Uh, you can follow me at Energy Slime on Instagram or Billy Dracula on Twitter. That's all I got. Bongo Dance. Watch the music video for Bongo Dance on YouTube. Yeah, watch it. Check mm-hmm. it out. Check it out. Okay. I shot it almost a year ago. Wow. Holy shit. Right? Time. <laughs> Today, I had a moment where I wasn't sure how long we've been doing this. Had it been a year or two? Like, I just don't oh, know wow. what happened. I was real tired and... I was just waking up and I was like, how many days has it been like this where I get up, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I walk the dog, I come home, we play, I eat breakfast, I go to my desk. It's just every day. It's yeah, 51st dates, Groundhog Day. <laughs> okay, yeah. everybody, thanks so much for listening. Randy, thanks so much for joining. Jessica, thanks so much for being you. Thank you. And for everybody, being you. stay yeah, safe. You. We love you. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.